This is Banger Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that couldn't be more disappointed in Jim Harbaugh for not stealing signs earlier. You lost to Ohio State like eight times in a row. What the fuck took you so long? And I'm Joe Public, joined by one of our figures, uh, Rain Man, who's going to give us what he calls the big rubber. Rain Man, why do we call it the big rubber? Joe, I'm going to shake things up this week because I absolutely hate the board. I, I detest it. So when I sent you this my picks this afternoon, what did, you, what did I do afterwards? You sent different picks almost immediately. Exactly. <laughs> but what pick did I not change, Joe? What pick did I not change? The pick that you did not change was USC minus 11 versus Cal. Also known At as? Cal. The big also rubber. Also known as? My big rubber. That's right. I didn't change it because my big rubbers are 6-2. and two. You don't change a lock. And I've been winning with the bangers only. So I subbed in the bangers. And I'm at an 18-12 and 12 clip on those two. Call me Pitbull because I just rhymed 2-2. Two two. Rain Man Worldwide. It's the lock of the week, baby. Rain Money. Let's go. you I, I let i let all the energy seep out because lingered. you won't believe this last week we had dueling rubbers this week we have the i think we went same rubber dueling just, rubbers and once again we have the same rubber capper is also on usc minus 11 good news capper i'm i'm holding my phone over my head smiling thinking i can't believe this is my life we're back <laughs> Good reference. Holy shit. I can't believe LeBron <laughs> sent that out. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Listen, man. This is the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that shit. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is bang your bookies, wife. We're just uh, gonna get into it. Uh, the Michigan cheating scandal. How funny is it? Incredibly. Disturbingly, I take it extremely seriously. I think this is an integrity of the game issue. No one is going to take college football seriously. Michigan should be banned from the playoffs going forward. This is a disgrace. Coach Harbaugh should go back to work for Dairy Maid and drink his milk and never set up. I actually don't care. I don't care it's at all. A, especially the purity, a sport so pure to be tainted by this. Uh, the biggest thing is like it seems like it was done very clumsily. My biggest question is, do you think many many other teams are just doing this exact same thing, or was Michigan doing something unique that they broke a code? What what's your read on that aspect of it? Do you think Michigan's just a bad criminal, or are they one of many people doing the same thing? I think that there's probably around twenty teams that do this. I don't think it's everyone because it does take a lot of money. You got to have people, a network all around the country going to games. Don't opponents. have them on the fucking public payroll. You. I think idiot. Michigan's dumber about it. Uh, I think everyone's trying to look for an edge. This one, they got caught, and it's the same thing with the Astros when they won the World Series. Were they the only people cheating? No. Was everyone cheating? Also, no. And that's the problem because it does kind of take away the air of integrity to the game. And yeah, Michigan's not unique, but they are a bad actor. They get caught. When you cheat and get caught, you deserve to be punished. So I also think they deserve to be punished. 
Oh, no. And me, I feel great because um, this has provided an asterisk on the season so far. As dreadful as I've been, I'm 0-2 against Michigan, and it uh, stinks to high hell. Yeah, you can remove those from the board. I will. Yeah, take them out. Well, take them off your record. I would remove them from the board, but Capper has not sent me his official record on the season in a long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what is it, Capper? You can take the two out. <laughs> yeah. I... I, I, I I don't have good records at the moment. He doesn't know. Um, he has 18 no idea. Eighteen and twelve, six and two over here, though. <laughs> we're three, I will say we're three, eight and one in the last three. Here's weeks. what I I'll say. Yikes. Here's what I can say. Last week, Capper, your picks were dog shit. Your <laughs> attitude so was bad. Your <laughs> attitude was dog shit, and your picks were dog shit. It was. It. it it's been a long month. We'll just say that uh, the rubber was Miami Clemson, right? Yes. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was dual that analysis. Dual, that was pathetic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just. I mean, your your favorite just smoking a team for three quarters and just fall apart. I no. think the most. Clemson. I think similar to like the Astros deal, where like the Astros for so long were looking for that credibility of getting over the hump. They were just competitive for a long time. Now that Michigan's like streak over i think just like the gut shot of ohio state being able to be able to be like oh well you were stealing our signals it's just gonna if kill ohio them. state it's wins in the big house this year oh man is that argument credible it's it's gonna be hilarious it's gonna be day's gonna be calling out the ghost but that's why college football is so great because yeah. you have little weird things like Fair this that don't happen enough and the then, NFL. and then even if even if they do beat them, it'll just be like, man, so much drama. It's just gonna now. Now, if I'm the Big Ten, holy shit, am I rigging that game with the refs, or am I getting Michigan? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way. Because like, what a bad look. Michigan for the Big- in a no doubter. Uh, what they need. Let's see. Uh, how you guys feel? I'm warm. You guys warm? You feeling stretched out? You I'm guys loose. Ready? You loose? You're ready yeah. to, you're ready I did some to... aerial yoga the other day. I'm ready okay. to go. You know, we're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to ask any follow-up questions. We're just going to do the weekly the right now. <laughs> I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel 10 feet tall right now. The weakness. Strong as an ox. This is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. And we have a big rubber. This is a game that honestly didn't catch my eye in particular. I Because USC has just played bad teams so close. Why do you think they blow out Cal in this spot? I'll let... Uh, well, I'll let Rayman start since Capri, you've been a husk for so long, but you do look much more lively today. I'll start. I'll start with the question. I'll start with the question for Capper. Is Caleb Williams going to play? Of course. <laughs> it is the stupidest media narrative ever. Like I, so I, I think I said this two weeks ago that we're officially on the USC fade train, which we were until this whole narrative of Caleb Williams not even playing just vaporized or I guess not vaporized materialized into thin air. So now we have a midseason overreaction theater we have mezzanine seats baby sit back and relax because everyone thinks usc is worse than they are they're still a top 25 team and they don't need to be better than a top 25 team to lay it on cal because their weakness capper what is usc's defense not good not good that's their weakness i should have said weakness whatever and cal has the 
87th ranked offense. If you have a really bad defense and you're going against 87th ranked offense, that is how you can blow someone out because Cal's defense is good, but they're not great. And USC's offense still should be fantastic. If USC's offense can put up points against Cal and Cal is going to struggle a bit more to put up points against USC, that's how you get a blowout even on the road. And that's why I like USC here. Yeah, I mean, I love that. Um, you know, I started thinking a lot this week, deep meditation um, after this dreadful stretch, and it's like, where, where? Any ayahuasca tea? Yeah, it, you're just you're taking in anything you can, and like one thing that like I think we've done a whole lot of um, over the last many years, too many years, is like <laughs> we allow we allow like like you said that media narrative to take over, you know, and when. Things are going really good. Um, people are betting on teams to win. Like everything seems like it's rolling. Like that's when you fade a team. And right now, USC's in the dumps. They're they've been dreadful the last two weeks. Like this is when nobody believes in them. Everybody giving giving up. This is when you go. Um, you know, we love Caleb Williams. I I think he's pretty much um, burned his shot at back to back Heisman's, but like, Oh yeah, that's over, but he's probably still the first pick overall. Yeah. Picking the draft. Like that's, that's, Drake that's still, the um, a generational prospect that everybody is talking about it at the quarterback position. Um, they still are very talented at the running back. all the skill positions, the, the wide receivers with the big play potential. Everyone knows the offense um, is good. You know, like they're, they're still going to score a ton of points. So like, can they keep a cow offense that, I mean, I mean, frankly, I don't know why it would, a Cal offense hemmed by second start freshman, second start freshman Fernando Mendoza. If exactly. you need the defense um, to get some easy dubs here, this is it. I, I think you can hold them to right around their season average of thirty, um, and that's bolstered up by a couple of bad um, opponents. But like you hold them right around thirty, like I think this USC offense is going over forty-five this weekend. I agree. Uh, Lincoln Riley missed two practices this week with pneumonia, uh, which Jesus is Jesus Christ. I think. I think. I think. I think that's what I had. The, I, think that I had pneumonia. The big I think P. That, I think that might. I think the, that might help. The big P is is getting people. <laughs> but like, do you think that maybe helps? Maybe the coordinators are a little bit more fired up, have a little bit more ownership over the over the game. Lincoln Riley wasn't getting it done anyways. I don't know. I think that gets it a little more spicy. I kind of like yeah. it. So your take I, is Lincoln, that the, you're hearing so much stuff like, "Oh, Lincoln Riley is is Clay Helton." I saw a stat that like he has the same record through uh, 25 games or whatever it is. It's like I, I think we might be um, underestimating who Lincoln Riley is. We've all seen the flu. No, we're not. We've all seen the flu <laughs> game. I'm ready for the pneumonia game. This is time for the pneumonia game. We got it. Uh, boy, do we need that. I, I think that's a no-brainer. I guess let's go to the next pick on the board. You won't believe this, fellas. You have another matching pick. Another match. You're wow. and, and I'm gonna be on the but I'm on the other side of this one, and you know I'm on the other side of this one. You guys are pick both picking <laughs> Oregon to go on the road at Utah. And because of Austin. Sim- I, I Rice Eccles, I get it for you. Similar to what you were saying. Rice Eccles guy. Always has I'm been. a Rice Eccles guy. Also, like what you were saying with USC and how like Cal's offense is so bad. Utah's offense was looking like Iowa's offense until they played USC. <laughs> and so we got to see whether they can do the same. But 
I love. I will never in my life bet against Utah in Rice Eccles if you're getting this many points. I I was very. He- this is why it was a late sub for me because I was very hesitant to take any points or give any points at Rice Eccles. You think uh, it stinks? That being said, no, it doesn't. That, Utah's that, down their top two tight ends, telling. and Kyle Whittingham runs his offense through his tight ends. And I think that's going to be a problem for Utah. Um, with with a bad quarterback that nobody has wanted to play for Utah all year. Um, yeah, he's, he's just another not good. case of a of Bryson a Barnes that's much better than the than the team they'll be playing this weekend on the road. So um, I got to go with what <clears throat> what I'm seeing here, and that is um, a, I would, for all intents and purposes, peg Oregon as a top five team in the country. Uh, they can still win the national championship incredibly efficient um they lose the number two in the country road uh, at washington but like it's still a very physical defense too like i think because of how good the offense in bo Nix is how good that rushing attack is you forget about the defense and how well they played in spots yeah um and i think against a utah offense that um i mean frankly has left a lot to be desired without cam rising like i think i think oregon can can kind of get physical with them here and and just kind of shut them down i just like i don't see a path here for utah to win this game and let alone cover seven yeah let's dive into that the offense is a lot worse than oregon's oregon is averaging 210 more yards per game that quarterback bryson barnes that capper just said sucked a little bit nicer than that but he it does suck he's averaging 161 passing yards per game and only has four touchdowns on the year we just said that utah who usually runs their passing attack through their tight ends doesn't have their tight ends anymore and now they're gonna have to lean on the run and oregon has the 12th best rushing defense in the country and it should be a little bit better when they don't have to put anyone to basically handle this passing attack that is non-existence oregon is holding opponents to 17 points per game Utah scoring an average of 23.4. Let's give them a home field bump and say Utah gets to 21 at home. Anyone think Oregon can't get to 28 against Utah's defense? No, I think they're there Done. already. This is Bo's chance to get back in the Heisman race. And that is an interesting thing for you to say because, like, I kind of highlighted Jordan Travis. As bad as everything was last week, and I asked, like, do we, we think now is the time for Jordan Travis Heisman bet? Like, I think now if you, if you like – Want to take a little long shot action here. I think Bo Nix, this could be the start of a really good second half for him. Jordan Travis probably looking pretty good too, though. I think. <laughs> I mean, he he's top three now after last weekend. Uh, they, they, they almost lost that game. McCarthy, yeah. it's going to be. They were down I, in the fourth quarter. I think yeah. McCarthy. Yeah. Comes they in they the bed. gotten a little lucky. McCarthy is the betting favorite. got a little favorite. lucky. McCarthy's a betting favorite. For what it's worth, I called it out on the podcast weeks ago that I thought you were he, right on the McCarthy bet. We was, know, I, we know, right we know. The, you you he's love just, talking about just, your, the ones you're, no, you're you, right. You crushed it. I'm I'm agreeing with you. You nailed it. But also, McCarthy's a little boring. Well, you can't also, take McCarthy right now. The narrative eyes. is awful with Michigan. It's There's over. nothing there. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, that would like you can't take him now. If you had had him earlier, you love that slip. Yeah, you're not betting now. I think, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think will I say you were completely I, right in highlighting that because it was it lined up perfectly for him. And I think favorite now. Like I think said. I think he's gonna be a very good NFL quarterback. Uh, yeah, I can see that. That's, that's my fair. that's my lean with him. Uh, he seems like he he seems pretty good. Uh, let's go to the next game. 
on the slate that like I I'll be on the other side. I just can't bet against Utah at Rice Eagles, but I understand what you guys are saying. Um, Rice Eagles guy, Bucky this Irving, is one of the best pick. running backs in the country. Rayman, your last two picks, for better or worse, I like them a lot. Uh, one of them I I like a lot is Wisconsin plus fourteen and a half versus Ohio State at night in Camp Randall. I've just been playing home, like night game home situations like week week night like i've been playing the crowd this year and had some luck with that and this is a spot where i think wisconsin's going to be rocking especially after a crazy win last week yeah so just to get out there wisconsin their backup quarterback will be starting Braden Locke might be better than the starter i think he is uh, played pretty well last week tanner Mordecai hasn't done anything all year so i think we're fine with that also probably gave us an extra point on the line, which was a key point here because you get the hook on the 14. That's why I like it so much. Ohio State, a very good offense that does not know how to finish. They are not in the top 70 in red zone percentage. So Ohio State's going to be able to go down the field. But if they're settling for field goals, they're not going to be able to cover this spread. And I like what I heard this week for the first time, big dig, big dick thick to be able to hold – this Ohio State offense to field goals in the red zone. Uh, Ohio State weirdly only has 30 extra offensive yards per game than Wisconsin. They only scored 20 against Penn State at home. I know Penn State, top three defense, but only 20 at home. Not that great. Ohio State's record on the road this year is very uninspiring. Uh, they scored only 20 points against Indiana, uh, almost lost at Notre Dame, 17-14 win there, and then a pretty commanding win at Purdue. So, like, yeah, Indiana almost lost to Notre Dame, went at Purdue. Who gives a shit? And now they're doing 14.5 at Camp Randall, which will be the second biggest environment they have played in on the road all year. But what I really like about this is Ricardo Hallman, the cornerback for Wisconsin, is a top-five cornerback in the country. He will be playing in the NFL. He's been the top-graded cornerback in two of the weeks this year. And so he can hopefully slow down, not shut down, but slow down Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't think Emeka Buka is going to play. He was supposed to play last week. He looked good warming up on the sidelines last week. Didn't play a single snap. I don't think he's here to play college football. I think he's waiting for the NFL if he doesn't go, you have Ricardo Hallman on Marvin Harrison Jr., and then you can scheme the rest of the defense. Should be able to slow down Ohio State enough to cover the spread here. Yeah. I Ohio State's defense is worrying, but I do like – Very good. Concerning. Very good. I do like Braylon Allen. Man, did they make uh, Drew Praisby to all our look not great. That was a bad – hasn't been good all year. That was a bad – that was a bad, was bad performance. State. Uh, Capper, your next one on the sked. This is one I'll, I'll be honest. When I when the line first came out, I was leaning the other way. So I'm interested to hear your rationale. You are, you're taking Tennessee going on the road at Kentucky. Yeah, it's uh, Tennessee I'm minus four. Yikes! Yeah. I just I don't think Tennessee's good. Um, I just mentioned kind of picking up picking up bad teams and, and dropping good teams. And I, I, but I think Kentucky is just like their stock is, is way down. Um, I agree with I that. It's going to continue going down. I think they had a really favorable schedule early. Um, they put up some big rushing numbers uh, and good defensive numbers because the level of competition just wasn't there, but like they just haven't been good the last two weeks. Um, I feel like they've kind of been exposed. Um, I not, crazy about uh, Joe Milton and I'm not crazy about um, Tennessee on the road so far this year but like I 
don't think this will be, you know, the swamp that Tennessee struggled in. Like, I think this is um, Kentucky program that's probably lost a little bit of its luster the last couple of weeks to its home fans. Uh, it was a lazy pick. Crowd that should travel really well. Um, and I love the rushing attack. And I, I just – I know Kentucky's rushing numbers have been there on the defensive end, but, like, they just haven't played anybody. Um, and I – I think you they saw beat Florida. With, yeah. Do you know who I lost mean, to Florida on the road? On the Tennessee. road. Rain Man. Do you know who doesn't have a single win all suspect. year on the road? Tennessee does not have a single win on the road this year, and you're taking them as a favorite. Not against a good team, but against a team with a pulse. I think that's a mistake. I mean, Tennessee's still top 20, top 15 um, in FEI, top 20 in SP+. Um, yeah, they played Virginia, I, Austin P, UTSA, like who y'all loved, and really and South Carolina, UTSA. and ran up the score on those four teams. <laughs> the other three teams they played lost at Florida, lost by thirteen, lost at Alabama, lost by fourteen, and beat uh, Texas A and M by seven at home. That is not an impressive schedule. I. I'm just fading Devin Leary. Uh, I'm fading the rushing attack. Right, fine. Yeah, you fine. Capper, you <laughs> don't sound – I think Tennessee scores enough here. You don't, you like, are, you I don't sound, I'll be on Kentucky on this one. You don't sound that confident here, but that's okay. This one's fine. It's fine. This one's fine. It's not my best, but it's uh, It's better it's, than any else. This, is, this sounds like a 3-8-1 and one man talking. You sound <laughs> – No. This, uh, this one's a 3-0-1 oh man. Uh Rain Man, let's get your last pick on the board, and you, it, you're sticking with bangers. The bangers world's, only. The world's biggest cocktail party. You're taking Florida plus 14.5 versus Georgia. I love it. With a drink in hand, I will be watching this game. So if you actually go into the data, Georgia is the best example of a team that underperforms the power ratings every week. They're very good. They're the best team in college football the last two years. They had the best recruiting class over the last couple of years, and that's why the power ratings love them so much. But they're just not as good of a team this year, and that's starting to show. Georgia has covered only one game all season. I was that is – That is – They've covered one game against SEC opponents. Against SEC opponents. They won 24-14 to at home against South Carolina in a late scare. They went on the road to Auburn and only won 27 to 20. They did smash Kentucky at home, tribute to Capper for his last pick. But, and, but, 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 they only beat Vanderbilt by 17. And now we're getting 14 and a half in a rivalry game, in a neutral site, without their best player in Brock Bowers, which will allow Florida to get creative with their schemes. And Graham Mertz, who is not great, but is efficient, is a game manager, can stay on schedule. He's completing 76% of his passes. That's exactly what you need to do against the Georgia defense. And guess what? I don't even care about anything I said. I'm going to toss him out, boys. It's an official toss out of the year. Give me the 14 and a half. Are you kidding me? Sneaky money line play. I'll be on it. I hope you are too. Mertz has been throwing for like 400 yards. It's like crazy. Kind of good. He's kind of good. Ever since that Utah game, with the first game of the season at Rice Eccles, where he throw threw a pick out. six in the first drive, kind of was just shaky game. I kind of think you can throw that week out. I think Florida can win this game, and I am going to be on the money line, but I'm also going to be on the points pretty heavy. Fair, fair enough. I might, I might sprinkle the money line. I That's think a, it's an interesting one because I not, thought the line was like too big for what it should be, and that like that's the thing that scares me about oh this man. one. 
This is one Rayman and I might watch this be able to watch this game together. That'll be a treat. We, we might be able to sweat a money line together. That'd be fun. I would love Maybe a little parlay with the plus odds. A little a little multiplier, a little fun money. Oh, rolling into the night just, game. Just a uh, hint. Oh, you were saying I think I heard the word parlay. Uh, just a hint. Let's uh let's recap your Oh, actually Capper, you have one more pick one. on the board. And this is Do actually my favorite pick of yours. I, I really one. like this one. Okay. You're on UCF minus 7 versus West Virginia at home. I love them at home. 3 3 and 4 on the season, but like a sneaky good team still, I think. It, with the with the Knights here. Um, they've just screwed up a bunch of times, but they are better than their record. I'll give you that. They've been bad on the road. Fuck, they Very screwed bad. the pooch. Um, they had OU. And they blew that they, Baylor game man, at home, it. which, like, they were smoking Baylor. Um, and you saw, I think, uh, what this offense is capable of with Timmy McClain. Um, I love the rushing offense, though. Fifth De- in the his country name, in yards per de- game. His name's definitely not Timmy McClain. Mikey Ke- is it Timmy McClain? I thought Mikey yeah. Keene or Timmy no, McClain? Mikey Keene transferred. It's Timmy McClain. It's Timmy. It's Timmy. John Reese Plumley might be playing. John Reese Plumley. Oh, he is. He just went to. to, So Capper went to ESPN and Timmy McClain's the top because John Reese Plumley's been injured for like four weeks. So he just. That's what we call a bad scout. It's a bad scout. So. But that's the thing, though. I love the rushing attack here. Fifth in the country in yards per game. They're good. They're good. Bolstering that top twenty-five offense efficiency-wise, and like. Those guys just rack up big plays. R.J. Harvey, Johnny Richardson, averaging over six yards a carry each. Um, and then the line itself, like, it just tells you you have to be on UCF. You just look at um, I'm gonna, I'm you look at the records. One. You look I at like how scrappy it. West Virginia mm-hmm. has been. Um, you look at some of the games they won, but those were earlier in the season. They've scuffed a little bit. Um, I think you just you just lock this one in. I think, um, I think UCF rolls away with it. No, this is uh, it's a great pick. Good pick. It's a good pick. Anyway. I, didn't, I didn't see it on the board. I should. Timmy's not it's playing, though? That's probably bad. No, man. it's better. John Reed Plumley almost took down OU. Anyway. Timmy. This is a good thing. Anyway, you shake it. We All like right. it even better. Let's, uh, <laughs> you like it better. <laughs> let's, let's run through the picks, boys. Rayman, you go first. Uh, USC minus 11 at Cal. Doing that with Cap. Wisconsin plus 14.5 for Ohio State. Drink in hand. Nope, that's Florida plus 14. Oh, they're plus 14 and a half. Florida plus 14 and a half versus Georgia. Wisconsin plus 14 and a half versus Ohio State. Oregon minus six and a half at Utah. Capper? USC minus 11 at Cal. Oregon minus six and a half at Utah. UCF minus seven versus West Virginia. And Tennessee minus four at Kentucky. All right. And uh, you guys ready to, to squeeze? You want to squeeze out a little more action? How do we feel about that? Let's bring out the it. towel, right brother. Let's do it. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do it. No, we some dogs. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Welcome back to the squeeze picks. For anyone who wants to just squeeze out a little extra action, uh... I realize we don't have a King of the Hill this week. It occurred to me we have reached out to our old friend Parva Colas in some time. <laughs> I wonder how he's doing. Do you want to do you want to FaceTime him live real quick? Do you think do you think he'd pick up? What do you think? Um, I think he doesn't know how to do, handle that kind of technology. Of, out of anybody that we know personally, as friends of the pod, yes, him. You you think he, will you will you FaceTime him? 
I will. FaceTime him right now. Let's see if we can get a pick off the dome. This is this is good podcasting, folks. This has never happened in the never history of Never happened before. This has never happened. No one's ever done this. No one's ever done this in podcasting. They said it couldn't be done. I don't even know if radios have ever had called it people might, in. It's never happened. It might not be able to be done. Let's see. I hear it. I hear it. Come on, Parv. We know you got nothing to do. We know. What's he doing? He's the biggest loser I've ever met. This, this is a tough look for Honestly, for I think we at, after last year when he both won the national championship and didn't get assaulted in the bathroom, I think he's just on the moon. <coughs> he's not into it. Well, if you want to be our uh, King of the Hill next week, I guess send us an email at BYBW. No, it's just BYBWpodcast at gmail.com or or send us a DM at BangerBookiesWife on Instagram. Just send us a DM anyway. That'd be nice. We just get DMs from people who want us to, like, promote uh, fake sunglasses. Uh, And I don't think they're real people. I'm just going to say it. I don't think it's an actual opportunity, guys. Uh, I bought the sunglasses. We've been in talks. (laughs) Dude, remember you won't find an easier target. Which, is, which brings me back to the real soul—the real soul of this pod. Don't buy Manscaped. It's a terrible product. It's terrible just, product. <laughs> you're gonna. See. I used the nose trimmer literally yesterday, and it still doesn't work. Uh, you're gonna see a lot of podcasts talk up Manscaped, but this podcast we're you brave. We're brave enough to tell you. Manscaped fucking blows. You don't want it's it. the worst. You don't need it. We cut our balls. We all nicked our balls. Every single one of us. It's the one thing you're not supposed to do. And all we nicked our balls. <laughs> no one no one came out unscathed. And on that note, then, let's get to that the blood is so dark too. Oh you know no, no, no. We aren't and doing you can't that. Stop it no, absolutely so not. We're gonna get right to the four teamer that's gonna light your face on fire. Just not think about it. Like it's just not a great scab. Uh, like that's a bad visual and going up first we got arizona plus three and a half versus oregon state of course i love the beeves but wow. this is a huge night game for arizona they've looked they've looked great this year jetfish is doing good stuff there their backup uh seems even as confident or maybe better than delora i think the the line tells me everything i need here you're getting home team a good home team Tough spot plus three and a half. I like them. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the beeve. I think they still might get to the Pac-12 championship. Uh, I'm gonna take Kansas plus ten versus OU. Kansas is coming off a of bye week. Yes, they're gonna be healthier. Uh, and they've played yeah, they played nasty. they played better OU teams close in Lawrence. Uh, that's sort of my read here. I think you saw how they handled how OU handled UCF, where they just like sleptwalked. I I think. Not being able to handle UCF doesn't bode well for this type of contest. Uh, I'm sure the tape they put out wasn't favorable. Uh, this next one you guys are going to love. I'm going to throw in the parlay. We haven't done it in a long time. Texas minus 17 and a half versus BYU. Stinks to high love heaven. It. Quinn Ewers gets hurt and the line doesn't move at all. One, Vegas either thinks Ewers is very average or they just don't respect BYU or both. But either way... The logic here is or like, Malik's oh. got to put tape. Malik's going to put up some tape. Yeah, but it, and Malik could be very good. But uh, but I think like the idea here that you're supposed to look at this line and Joe Public is supposed to look at this line and be like, what 
Texas played close against Houston last week, and their quarterback got hurt, and it's three possessions. What? Uh, the you got the game was twenty one to zero yeah, before. I, I think you got <laughs> before uh, things started going wrong. I think you got to take uh, Texas in this spot. And last, I'm rolling with the Colorado State Rams plus twelve and a half versus Air Force. The Rams, all they've been doing is hitting in my parlay week after week. It is the wagon. Uh, I have a feeling, I haven't looked at it, but I have a feeling it's going to be, Air Force will be very public in this spot. Colorado State coming off nauseating loss against UNLV. Uh, Anti-troop? Meanwhile, Air Force came off a cover. Never forget. I love pro, pro troop. I fucking love Top Gun, dude. How dare you? Uh, Not the Air Force. Don't you ever? Yeah, that's put... the Navy, buddy. That's the Navy, dude. What? <coughs> what? It's the Navy. Yeah, but the Navy the, is the Navy. boats. Who knows? What are we doing? <laughs> that's the four teamer. Arizona plus three and a half. Kansas State plus ten. Texas minus seventeen and a half. Colorado State plus twelve and a half. Top Gun is nothing to do with the Air Force. Nothing. It's in San Diego. What an inefficient distribution of resources. They Why take we got off off the boats. Who cares? The boats. Yeah, are that's the whole point the of the Navy is to launch. I the don't boats care about the, the boats. I've seen the opening sequence. I don't care about the boats. I'm here for the planes. Man, they got them both. Fuck. You know what? I'm putting more <laughs> money on Colorado State. <laughs> 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 Can't believe you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I don't know. It's just, it's just a guy. I guess I never really. You didn't know that the Navy flew planes? No, of course I do. But I just like, I'm, but it made more sense that the Air Force would. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not ashamed. You got to leave all that in. You can't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs>